Now, good news for all gardeners. BBC Gardeners World Live is back at the NEC in Birmingham from Thursday the 15th to Sunday the 18th of June. And one of the many experts at the show has a heck of a CV. Not only is he a gardening writer, a TV broadcaster, lecturer and horticultural consultant, but I suspect the thing he gets asked about most is the fact that he was once the Blue Peter Gardener. It is, of course, Chris Collins. Chris, really good to catch up with you. Is, is that what you get asked about most? Yeah, I think, to be honest with you, um, um, it wouldn't surprise me if it was on my gravestone <laughs> when I finally go. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me along as well, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, lots of people um, who go to the shows and obviously the ones who watched um, Blue Peter will uh, will know of you. So we can put that one to bed. That's good. Let's Let's move on. The show is coming up. It's a huge show and I know it's one that you love. Yes, I really do. I mean, it's such relaxed, sort of steady. Everyone comes along, does their ever what they, you know. There's so much to do. I just find it very chilled out, and I always come awake feeling quite invigorated and uplifted uh, by the show. And I think everybody else does as well. Hmm. You're going to be on the Gardeners World Live uh, Theatre, aren't you? Which is means you get uh, up close sessions where people come and ask questions. You get lots of difficult questions. Well, you can do, because obviously people ask about their own gardens, and if you've not seen that garden, there might be stuff in there that obviously you can't interpret. But on the whole, people, are look, they look for advice. They look for, you know, they make planting ideas. They might have a problem with a plant. Uh, but on the whole, it's fairly gentle. Yeah, you might get the odd stickler, <laughs> but I think, uh, yeah, on the whole, I think it, 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 there's, a, there's a lot of camaraderie to it, I suppose, is what I'm saying. Hmm. What's keeping you busy in the garden at the moment, Chris? Well, it's all go, isn't it? Because this is my busiest time of year because I'm, I've got a full-size allotment and I've got a very big balcony garden and I grow everything from seeds, like everything. So I have a lot of... I've, I've had about 600 baby plants in my front room for the last three weeks and Mrs Collins is not entirely happy about that. Um, but now they're all getting planted out and so I'm putting my, all my balcony in my allotment and so it really is that little intense period where I get everything up and running and then hopefully it gets a little bit easier and I can reap the benefits. Mm, absolutely. Um, you mentioned your balcony garden and people can go onto the bbcgardenersworldlive.com website and, and have a look at this. Just just talk us through it and how it came about. Well, it's interesting because I worked out in Tokyo for quite a long time um, and I and there are no gardens there. Everybody lives in flats, apartments and, um, and balconies. And you'll see, you'll have a block of, uh, of, of residences and outside there'll just be a little tiny garden with a little ace of tree and a little rock and a little bit of water and you kind of that clinging on to nature if you like that need for nature so obviously like most Londoners are half of Londoners now and I think this is true for quite a lot of urban areas don't have gardens because we live in blocks really there's, there's a lot of us now so you look at this smaller space and you think well what can I do with that well, actually, you can do lots. You can do plenty. And it's all about making, thinking of it as a cube rather than a flat space. And then what I like to do is I like to seasonal plant it. So I potage it. I like lots of fresh food on it. Um, and then I like lots of flower run through it as well and herbs. So it's a very varied mixed site. Gets a lot of wildlife and bees and birds on it as well. So it, it's no, there's no um, limit to the size you can garden at. You can have a 10 acre or you can have a square metre and you can still garden. Mm, absolutely. Um, now, you mentioned uh, growing food as well as plants and grow your own is something that is very close to your heart. Yeah, I love it. I love that allotment. You know, it's just, I mean, it's so challenging because it, the weather affects everything more intensely because 
because you're growing seasonally, but the taste of organic food when it comes out the ground, you do turn into to a little bit of an organic snob, I'm afraid. Because you go, oh, well. <laughs> then you go to the supermarket and go, well, that's some rubbish. Uh, but you, know, you really do get into that organic food. And again, I'll talk about scale. I have a full-size allotment, but I also have a, have a little salad bar on the, on the balcony where I grow micro crops and then constantly graze and I can then bring them into my kitchen, which is a money saver if nothing else and quite easy to do. But I just love that... Um, I love the, the the taste of fresh food. I particularly like heritage varieties, which Garden Organic are very involved in. Yeah, I grow for taste, to be honest with you. Mm. The organic um, bit, Chris, often, you know, is the sort of thing that the chattering classes talk about over dinner parties as to whether or not it's a different or better taste. Or is it about a mindset uh, of growing organic? organic? Well, I th- probably think, I mean, I would argue organic, um, food tastes a little bit better and I think the reason is a simple one I think I can kind of I know this sounds a bit strange but I can kind of taste the earth in it it really kind of feels that way but I might be bigoted I don't know about this I might be uh, um, a little bit biased that's the word I mean um, yeah I might be a bit biased about this because obviously that's what I do but I think that um, more and more people are becoming organic and I think more and more people realise it's not just about the food it's also about nature the biodiversity we live around about the, you know caring for the rest of the planet um, I think oh, being organic is an aspiration because obviously where's the cutoff point? Do we not drive a car? Do we et cetera, et cetera. So I always think of it as an aspiration, but I love to grow stuff as naturally as possible. And I like to also make sure I don't just grow the food. I like to surround, I, I grow hardy annuals as pollinated uh, corridors along the allotment. So it's very colourful and edible. So it's about embracing nature as well as having a good diet, I think. Hmm. A lot of people sort of view the organic pieces uh, about not using sort of chemicals and, and things like this in, the, in their crops. Um, which is good. I read a great one the other day about keeping aphids away by using um, banana skins, which uh, struck me as being a good one. And a a lot of chat at the moment, Chris, about the fact that we have to think about rewilding, apparently. Weeds are no longer weeds. But the other thing I saw was that we should embrace slugs and snails. (laughs) Where do you sit on that one? (laughs) Well, if I uh, let the weeds grow on my lawn and embrace the slugs and snails, I'll be lucky to get a potato to be honest with you and i have to be very honest about that because the allotment was not used for seven years when i got it so there's obviously a presence of wild plants that uh, still want to be there so it really does depend on the situation i think if you can for slugs and snails it's usually a combination of things you can get the bird life in if you can get frogs in if you can grow your plants a bit bigger before you plant them out so there's more lignin in the cells of the plants that are not so attractive to the slugs, I tend to pick mine off as well. But you, 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 obviously, it's all about balance. It's all kind of about balance. I like dandelions on my allotment, but I like them in my pollinator border. I don't want them in the beds where my tomatoes are. So you're still, you're still editing. You're still gardening. You may be just not – you're just a bit more relaxed about it, put it that way. That's kind of how I see it. Mm. BBC Gardeners World Live is back at the NEC in Birmingham. The dates for your diary, Thursday the 15th of June until Sunday the 18th of June. There's lots of information on the website, bbcgardenersworldlive.com, and particularly, of course, as how you can buy tickets. And remember that tickets also give you entry into the BBC Good Food Show Summer, which is great news. Uh, now, Chris, your head of horticulture for Garden Organic, who have a show garden uh, at the show this year, which will provide some inspiration for people. Um, What can they expect to see in the show garden? 
Yes, well, it's uh, it's, a, it's it's following on from what I just said about you know more natural and biodiverse gardening. That's pretty much uh, the the essence of it. But it's also about saving resources. So there's a big water saving solutions like permeable paths, growing plants that are not necessarily so thirsty, or incorporating clay irrigation pots. It's also about, as I mentioned earlier, nurturing nature. What is a weed? If it if a plant's in a place and it's not doing you any harm and it's feeding the bees and the butterflies then maybe, you know, it deserves to be there. It's in the eye the beholder, if you like. And then sustainable planting. There's a lot of big things on perennial veg, which I think will become huge in the future because people take on allotments, and I see it on my allotment site, and they get all excited and they realise it's an incredible amount of work. So instead of trying to grow annuals maybe or quick crop plants, maybe the solution is to have a more perennial planting with Jerusalem artichokes and Egyptian walking onions. You'll see all this on the garden there as well. Emma O'Neill, who designed it, is obviously the head of, uh, of horticulture. Uh, the head gardener at Royton Organic Garden, so she'll be there, and all those things we try to reflect and and uh, encourage people to do will be on that garden. Hmm. I, I guess what you're saying is, if you're getting into to gardening now, don't overstretch yourself. Start simple. It started for me with cress on um, on cotton wool on the windowsill. Exactly. You know, like in, in this, yeah, it's why. And you know what? You know what? It, 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 it's a bug. So once you sort of grow one thing, you want to start growing more. That's my seed sowing growing is, is excessive. And it all comes from one day when I was 17, I grew some seed on when I started as an apprentice. I think that if you grow a cress on a windowsill, next year you want a tomato. The year after that, you know, you want a salad bar, and then maybe you'll be on a full-size allotment feeding your entire family and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So I just think, get, get going, have a taste, don't. I think it's wrong to put any pressure on anyone. doesn't matter what scale you're doing it at. Go along to Garners World Live, see all the ideas, just enjoy it. That's the whole idea. Mm. We see more and more young people coming through to Gardeners World Live, becoming interested in uh, in growing things, not just plants, but, but food as well. You've got a lot of experience with working with young people, Chris, and I, I guess there are some parents out there who will be saying, well, wouldn't it be really good if I could get my kids out in the garden and interested? What, what advice would you give to them? Well, yeah, again, um, don't overstretch yourself. Get a little bit of ground. See what ideas they want. I mean, a lot of the stuff I do with kids over the years, it's been a two-way street, to be honest with you. But little projects that they can visibly see happen quite quickly. Um, like we do things like pizza wheels. and Traditionally, you would call that a herb wheel. But instead, I've changed. Instead of herbs, I do basil and I do tomatoes. And then you grow it for a pizza topping. Younger people kind of kids get that, you know what I mean? They kind of get that. A little bit older people who are just coming into it, maybe even in your twenties and you're busy, you're a student, use it as a money saving technique. So the indoor allotment with pallets and um, pea shoots and rocket and cut a cup against salad, you can just grow that on a windowsill. Um, so there's kind of lots of ways. I think as we just discussed, then it's great to just have try a little simple project, get the taste for it, and see where it leads you. Mm. You mentioned an interesting word there, which was about recycling, and there's a lot of recycling and upcycling going. Everybody's sort of watching the, the, the pennies nowadays, aren't they, and wanting to get the yeah. most out of their gardens. And, and that's a good way of, if you're thinking about designing a garden, a good way of looking at it is, is to use stuff, reuse stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. I, I, um, on, on the allotment site uh, where I am, it's all old Cypriot guys who, who came over in the 50s. and Nothing on there, as far as I can see, has been bought. It's all been fished out of skips. And, you know, so it's kind of not new. This, I mean, sometimes all these ideas are put out there, we've just discovered it. But the idea of using resources and, and, uh, and being organic even, uh, Lawrence Hills who set up the, the organic garden, 
Terry, was did that in the you know 50, 60 years ago. So it's not new, and I think maybe we're realising those ideas. But we're a little bit of foresight, and I think my way of looking at it, all my allotment is I managed to get out here and there, all the raised beds, everything. I'm paying for anything. I want all my money for my seeds. That's mm. where I want. To, that's where <laughs> I want the resources to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, Chris, one of the other um, great advantages of coming to BBC Gardeners World Live are the trade stands that are there, and there are plenty of things. The floral marquee is just an an assault on the senses, isn't it? But there's lots of opportunity, not just to get good advice, but to buy as well. Will you be on the buying trail? Oh, well, I, you can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> it's just amazing. Well, you know, I've just come from the Mormon Flower Show, and I know a lot of those guys will probably go on to garden as well. Like, I just I admire, I'm in awe of these people. Their skills are just incredible. And you walk into that marquee, when you get to Gardeners World Live, personally, that would be my first stop. I like to go there first because I go in there and I, you're just overwhelmed with the beauty of plants and all their forms, all from all over the world, really, where they've been collected in former times. I just, you know, if you, you just you, if you go in that one end of that floral market and come out the other, not you'd have spent a few quid and you'll be utterly inspired. I can't see it be any other way. Absolutely. You can catch the brilliant Chris Collins at BBC Gardeners World Live. The show runs from Thursday the 15th to Sunday the 18th of June. The website will tell you who is there and when and everything that's going on and, of course, how to buy tickets. That's bbcgardenersworldlive.com. And don't forget, the tickets also get you into BBC Good Food Show Summer. Uh, are you a foodie as well? Will you be strolling oh, uh, around the stalls there? I will do. You can overindulge in there, I'll tell you, because <laughs> you really can. Yeah, I do love I do love freshly cooked food particularly. Um, I will certainly be having a little wander around in there. And they've got great talks as well. They have some big names come in. The whole thing, the gardening bit, the food thing, is a bigger celebration. I see it as a celebration of life. I know that that's quite a strong statement, Steve, but um, <laughs> I, reckon that, uh, I reckon that's about right. Chris, as always, a real pleasure to catch up with you. Thanks for your time.